Hey, everybody, and welcome to Outkick Your Coverage. I'm Bart Johnson. I'm Zach Delaney. And we are going to talk about a very cool week, last week of football. Oh, for sure. But a what, I mean, maybe some people are interested, but this week just feels, Zach, why could this week feel so sad for us? Why, why well, am I feeling weird? You know, it could be that the, the two of our teams are on bye weeks. Oh, my gosh, it's bye week. Yeah, it's kind of like, wow, what am I going to watch now? Yeah, and we say we love college football, all of it. And this should be our chance to watch as much as we want, but yeah, I just feel sad. Yeah, it is a little sad when your own team's not playing. It's just, huh. That means you know what we have to watch? Big Ten football. Oh. Yeah. We got to watch the Big Noon game, which should be the whiteout game. Should be. Should also be a Big 12 football game. Yeah. <laughs> Big Noon. But, you know, nothing makes sense in college football. Yeah, Carolina's ranked. Well, USC now. Yeah, now USC. USC's ranked. Look at them go. We still might switch back and forth. Try yeah, out the names. Knows? Get it ready. I know it's going to take a little bit for you to get acquainted with the new name. Yeah, it took me a long time on this podcast to get used to the other one. Yeah, now and then they switched it on me. Yeah. And just to anybody out there, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The real Death Valley is in Clemson. Before LSU tries to take it back, too? Well, that's the thing. LSU, we had it They first. had the game, yeah. Well, I know we like we discussed this on yes. the earlier podcast. Yes. Yeah. Clem- well, no, it's not the game, actually. I found out oh, okay. Clemson actually called their stadium Death Valley Yes. before LSU. Then LSU huh. had their stadium, and the first time they actually called it, this is actually a little question. They called their stadium something similar to Death Valley, but can you guess what it was? Hmm. There's absolutely nothing that's not, that I can think of that's similar right uh, now. Death Valley. Oh, it was deaf because they were like so loud. Because of how loud they were. And I'm sure people just didn't catch on to that. And then they eventually started calling it de- I mean, in the Cajun accent, too. Yeah. That's too low country. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to Death Valley. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I mean, it sounds exactly like Death Valley. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, so that's, that is the reason that they, um, they then so started it really calling it really was an accident. Mm-hmm. I think oh, so. Okay. But the same claim that USC Gamecocks have. Yeah. Let's just go Gamecocks and Trojans. That's where we're going to have to USC Gamecocks, USC Trojans. Yeah, um, there you go. So the same way that USC Gamecocks say we were a school first, which actually I looked into, and I think University of Southern California was first. But anyway. No, there's no way because South Carolina was a school before California was a state. But I think whichever one was a university first because the U is important. Is it kind of like it was in the eighties? Um, <laughs> um, Man. but yeah, the USC, but the same claim that they have that they were yeah. first. Clemson also has the Death Valley. Okay, so just letting everybody. Know. So in other words, uh, LSU is the real Death Valley. That's not what I said. No, it's not what you said, but that's what the law says. No. Yeah, because USC Trojans got to keep USC. That's true. Because they were second to it, but so. they also. But Carol- LSU, but the USC Gamecocks, they did decided to they change did it back. Walk away from and, it, yes. But still, yep, yeah. Clemson won't walk away from Death Valley. Probably not. Less times got tough. Somebody was like, "Hey, I mean, we know Clemson is hurting for money. Apparently, they did try to cut their men's track team last year. I thought it was that was a while ago. I thought." Maybe it was the year before last year. Yeah, I was about to say, because we lived together still when that happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were protesting it while I was there. And last year I lived with a wife. That is true. That and you are not my wife. No, I'm not. <laughs> sadly. Yeah, as much as we've asked for you to live with us. Yeah. And be our third roommate. I couldn't Ted. Not not Ted, dear not, Lily not and in any kind of weird way, but just like Ted and How I Met Your Mother exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Not like um, Barney and How I Met Your Mother. No, very much not like Barney and How I Met Your Mother. Um which yeah, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Let's um, get into the picks. Let's get her first first pick here. Yep. In the first round of the Outkick Your Coverage draft, we have Hot Takes. Hot Takes. You know, takes. I honestly I like I felt it in my heart when I picked this one up. That it was gonna be hot takes. I kinda wanted to go into hot takes first because then we can just talk about all the good stuff that yeah. you think about this week. And I wanna start with a hot take. All right. As you should, since that's what we're starting with. Yeah, but I think this one will take us a second. Okay. Jimbo Fisher. Ooh, that is a hot take. I don't think it's time to fire him yet. You don't? No. You know, I do. Zach, what needs to be fixed? That Let's say we're not firing the head coach. We don't have the money. All right, don't have the money, get rid of it. We don't have the money. Jimbo, fix it. Please, All what right. do you do? Well, first, he's got to give up the play calling. Yes. You have an offensive coordinator for a reason. Why don't you use him? I thought he was the offensive coordinator. Is he? Do they not have an offensive coordinator? I don't know. Hmm. Well, they should. Yeah, for sure. Somebody, they have a quarterback's coach. Put him in charge of it. <laughs> yeah. He literally is the one teaching the quarterback how to make the plays. Or how to all of the plays to do, so he knows what what's going on. Um. So yeah, we they do have one. Okay, yeah. So why He's do you have the an tight offensive ends coach? Oh, so the offense coordinator is the tight ends coach. Yep. Yeah, that might be problem number two. Um, but yeah, get he's got to stop calling the offensive plays. I don't think their defense is awful, so if he's calling defensive plays, he can stay with that. Yeah, he just calls all the plays. Maybe. I don't know, but he's he needs to not be in charge of offense. Or defense. <laughs> you know? I mean, they're not doing hot. No, but they're not as bad. Um, but, yeah, I don't. That's the thing. is like I don't know what A&M is doing wrong. They need to work on their development of players. Yeah. I mean, we're we're talking about a team that's consistently, like, top Five, top 10, top five recruiting, recruiting classes. Yeah. And this is all they have to show for it. Yeah, it is kind of... They, they literally just lost to a team that has like three blue chip recruits in the last six years. Yeah, I think this team that they Tough. just lost to has really only appeared top in transfer portal. Yeah. Really. Yeah, but they have not gotten any blue chip recruits recently, really. No. Um. Yeah, I think... I think that's, I think right now, and this could be, I think I might have heard this from somebody. I, I don't know. Mm. Texas A&M is a culture. It is. That you buy into. Yeah. I think Jimbo Fisher might be treating it. And I say this lovingly. Mm-hmm. Florida State. Yeah. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Or at least Florida State when Jimbo was there for sure. Yeah. Those are known machines. Those are not cultures. Yep. You know, they they have culture. There's every school has a culture. Yeah. But there is a part of it that also Mm -hmm. is like 
you are not playing for the love of this school. You're playing for like pride and all of that other stuff yeah. that goes with like the team kind of thing. Yeah. But like Clemson, there's like, you know, you see what I'm saying. You see where I'm getting at with this. Yeah. It's almost like now if you mess up, you're letting everybody else down. Yeah. Not like, oh man, the team's just, or like my fans aren't going to like me. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. teams of yesteryear are going to yes, be upset like, with me tanking like, this. Like, you got to, this, and I kind of talk about this with, like, the Clemson struggle. And this is, um, we can go straight into Syracuse a little bit. Because yeah. um, Clemson struggled against Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It was their 38th home win in a row. Um, yeah. Broke a ACC record all time. Nice. And I found out from listening to, like, players talk about it, that Dabo was talking about in depth this week how much it took to build this. All yeah. of the players that have been a part of this since 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then and then you're now playing. It's like, of course, DJ probably had a bad game. If you're thinking, if you already know that yeah, DJ. I mean, that pressure's on for Yeah, sure. that, your pressure, that, that situation. And I think, so that's what I'm saying is like, Dabo is a very conscious coach when it comes to that stuff like that. And I think Clemson builds that family, that culture of like, hey, this is the brand is what you care about at the end of the day. The brand is not what can the brand do for me. It's like, what can I do for this to build this? Yeah, because I think it gets to a point where like, you know that if you mess up, somebody's filling in your spot that Mm -hmm. is going to do that job better than you just did. Which we saw on Saturday. Well, you did. Um, Better? Eh. Yeah, I would say it's not really comparable no. since they the play calling completely swapped when they. But I think his energy, in, but yeah, his energy was what they needed. It was the I think sometimes just seeing that a coach is willing to make a change can really spark everybody. Oh, for sure, because you're like, hold up, I'm not about to get pulled from this game. Last, he just pulled our starting quarterback. That's the thing. Last year, mm-hmm. everyone was on Dabo's butt the entire season because they're like, DJ sucks, and Dabo's like, I. I don't feel that there's anybody better. He proved yeah. this week. He thinks that there. <laughs> he has somebody now. He will do For it. Sure. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think Texas A&M doesn't know what they are. Yeah, I think I, think, I could get behind that. I think they could pick one. Yeah. And they could like he could be like I want to be like Alabama. I want to be all about this is the brand mm-hmm. and our brand is going to do this for you, which is what I think he brought these players in as. Yeah. Because he brought all the money. Yeah, well, he so he like comes from Florida State, and they see, wow, look what you did at Florida State. Yeah, and he gets to Texas A and M, and they're like, "That's going to happen." Here. Which was very much like, "What can our brand do for yeah. you?" And I think all the fans thought that was going to happen too, like yeah. fans of every other team. Mm-hmm. We're like, "Wow, Jimbo's in here. A and M's going to be a threat." Building a machine that just mm-hmm. spits out NFL recruits, but yeah. it kind of like the Alabama, Ohio State, like those kind of brands. But then. Mm-hmm. I think it's switching because Texas A and M, though it, Texas, I mean that's just. That is a culture. Yeah. They're not like a brand. Like it is like a what should I do for Texas A&M yeah. kind of thought. And I'm not saying also that Alabama and Ohio State don't have people that care about the, the like and want to yeah. do good for the school. I'm just saying that is a thought in recruits' heads. Like 100%. this is a school I go to because of this. And yeah, I know that Clemson's also going that way, but Dabo tries hard to kind of She'll mm-hmm. shut out the people that are just going because of it's Clemson and it's yeah. the place to, yeah. So, yeah. interesting. Sorry. And I think we can definitely see, like, culture, how a culture cha- changes things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you see what 
Beamer's doing it. USC. Yeah, he's actually making it, and he and that's some of the things he's been preaching to the players is like, what are you doing for the University of South Carolina? Yeah, and that's like that. That's how you change the culture. That's how you mm-hmm. change. And like he has already in the fan base changed the culture drastically. Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen now seen the entire school switch up on marketing. Yeah, they've gotten rid of the of. Yeah, they said it was too cumbersome. Yep. So they're out of the of. We've seen them now beat Kentucky, mm-hmm. who made fun of the culture change. Yep. And they've beat Texas A and M. Yeah, which Texas A and M not that big, but first time they've ever beaten them. Yeah, so big deal for yeah, them. Beamer's, um, Beamer's making some big changes, and eventually, maybe one day he'll beat Clemson. Maybe, maybe, maybe. If it, if the, if it's a good noon kickoff in Williams Bryce Stadium or a night game at Williams Bryce, maybe. I like that it's only as, it's at noon or night, but if it's a three thirty game, nah, dude, game over. dials in. <laughs> They're locked in at three thirty. Three thirty or in Death Valley, yeah. it's over. Because I have a strong hope and belief that Clemson keeps this home winning streak until we beat Harvard. Harvard, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Harvard's like hundred year. Yeah, deal. well, Harvard's hundred year streak of like fifty. Yeah, which is doable. The hundred years or the fifty? I think actually, <laughs> I think actually, one more home win and Clemson breaks into the top ten. I'll break that down more in popcorn. Yeah, sense, though, but that sounds good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really not sure what else AM can do besides change the culture there. Mm-hmm. And just, um, or just either stop changing the culture yeah. and fit, go back to what it was Try to working. Like tune into what they, they used to have. I think we'll see, though, with the fan base like in their home game this week mm-hmm. for the first time in like since set, uh, mid-September. Yeah, they've been on a little away streak Since here. Miami. Yeah. So, I mean, they haven't had it easy, at least. Mm -mm. They have been playing some road games. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. Uh, Could be interesting. Oh, for sure it will. Yeah. So, what are your hot takes, Zach? Um, I don't... Let's see. I don't know if I really have anything too crazy. My biggest one, honestly, being, why the heck did Penn State have their whiteout against Minnesota? We don't know. Like, what What was the thought process there? You know you're playing Ohio State at home the next week. Well, whiteouts only work at night. I guess you're right. Another when question. Anou- when they announce the game time. Why yeah. not have Penn State, Ohio State at night? Yeah. That'd be a great night game. It'd be a great college game day game. Yeah. It really would have been. Um, oh, I do have a hot take. It's another technology-based hot take, okay. so you're probably not going to be on board with me on this one. You weren't on the last one. I, I put this in my notes. It's 2022. We need to update the tech in football where we know for sure what happened on a review, and we know it faster than it currently takes. Hmm. Like, why are there so few camera angles of things? Do you know how many cameras there are at these football games? I I, I, I understand what you're saying. And I agree. Like, we literally, uh, I wasn't this last week. It was the week before, I think. But we see, like, a goal line play. It was in the Tennessee-Alabama game. Yeah. Um, dude probably got a touchdown anyway. But you couldn't tell. They called it a touchdown, so it kept on going. But there's a there was a pylon cam that I guess just wasn't turned on because it had a straight angle at it, nobody standing in front of that pylon between that and the ball. Could have seen it. Did we look at that one? No. 
Did it take them like 15 minutes to decide? No, however, did we look at that one? No, but did they get to see that one? That's a great question. If they did, it shouldn't have taken 15 minutes to decide if you crossed the line I feel or not. like what we should get is a direct view of that little box that the umpire looks into. Yeah. The head official yeah, put that in. up there. Let um, us see what angle he's looking at right now. Because they yeah. know. Oh, for sure. They have to know. TV director's got to know. Because then you know how mad people are going to get if it's only one angle? Yeah, exactly. It's I think ridiculous. they're just letting Todd McShay make the call. Yeah, or when they call in the analyst. That's who I'm, that's yeah. who I'm referring to. Any analyst they call in, they're like, that's really just, he's talking to the ref the entire time. Because he's not often wrong, but no. his, but then his takes still are wild sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, this is my five minutes of glory. Yeah. It's, so he just makes this really outlandish statement to yeah, make up for it. Yeah, really does. Um, oh, and then my last last final hot take. This yeah. is small. Did you know an interception on a two-point conversion does not count towards anybody's stats? That's amazing for Kane. But yeah, uh, so that's why I looked it up. I was like, does that count for your stats? It does not count for the cornerback. He doesn't get the interception in his stats. It doesn't count for the quarterback either. So nobody... You just throw it up. So you always need to be throwing it up. Might as well. It's not going to hurt anybody. But, and I did confirm this with the... um, If they return it, they get the two points. mm -hmm. Yeah, I did see that. It was a one-point safety is what I was confusing Uh, with. If you manage to tackle... So, like, say they mess up the snap. Oh, my... And the ball just goes all the way back. Because this actually did almost happen. The ball just kept getting kicked down the field backwards. As they're trying to, like, fall on it. Yeah. And if you were to tackle the offense in the in their own end zone on the two point conversion mm-hmm. or a kick even, um, it is a one point safety. Would they be kicking it off to you like they would a safety? Where it's a I punt? don't. I think it's a regular kick. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So, um, I think there was one question my grandfather was telling me he got wrong on the officiating exam when he took it mm. and it had to do with the size of um the the ball oh he's like how how where's how far is the line of scrimmage and stuff like that uh-huh. and like technically it's this many inches because that's the length of the ball huh it's very interesting yeah um just wanted to that's interesting that yeah i don't remember the exact stat of it but yeah he, he broke down the question and told me how to oh. what the answer was which I don't think I could ever be an official. But. You know, I actually looked into it for us. Really? I was looking into what it requires to be Because you wanted us to be a chain crew. Well, I had mentioned it because you wanted us to be officials. Well, I wanted or us re- to be soccer coaches. Yeah, but then we had, like, you know, talked about being actual, like, referees for yeah. a, a fo- for football. And then I had mentioned a chain crew, but you weren't you weren't a fan of that one. Um, we just have to take a test. Yeah, that's all it that's is. That's it. Then we get paid. We should do it. We can get yelled at, dude. Dude, I would I would yell back. You can't though. Why not? So the funny part is though, my pop my grandfather did tell me what they would do is like my papa, he said that if a fan base did piss off the head on fire enough, uh-huh. he would keep calling meetings. Mm. When the other team was driving. That's hilarious. And like, to give they, them time to, to give time Oh, that's out. great. He'd be like, Hold on and like he'd call the boys over and they'd be like, What do you want to talk about? He said uh, just sit here and keep uh, looking at watching, conf- pretending like we're talking about something. They're just really oh, pissing me off. Yeah, so that that is my reason, actually. 
I'm glad this all tied in. That was my reason for the stupid hot take about the technology. Oh, okay. Is because the number of timeouts I've essentially seen given out for free. Yeah. Because we didn't know what we were doing as an official yeah. officiating crew is insane. I also think on reviews they should be able to um one, I this is a hot take. I think in college it should be like the pros spot of the foul penalty for pass interference. I like it. I do like it. I was thinking about that the other day too. Because it's freaking ridiculous that you're like you then always if they're throwing it to the end zone, pass pass interference, do it. Yeah, might as well. Give you another set of downs. I mean, they get another set of downs. You get the call on you. Does not matter. At the end of the day, you stop to t- do whatever you have to do to keep that touchdown from happening. Yeah, I think, like, most coaches are fine with a, a penalty if it's still stopped a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like, and they knew that you weren't – you could yeah. have caught it for that touchdown. Um, but, yeah, like, so many teams are just getting free penalties because the refs don't know how to do their jobs. And I feel like you should be able to reverse every penalty. Yeah, I think you should be able to challenge everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And I think pass interference being one largely. I think, yeah, we should start. I think there should be some reviews for that. Yeah, like, definitely, because there's some tough ones. Yeah, there's some tough ones that it's just honestly hard to call, and sometimes you feel it back and you're like, you know, they were both at it. Yeah. Think. There's a lot, I think, you're you're looking at a no call that should be allowed to be reviewed, though. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they would handle that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Because I don't know how you say it. I'm throwing my challenge flag. I want you to review if there's a penalty on this play. You could do that on just about every play. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right, yeah, let's, well, uh, let's get our next segment here. We got, we got truck bed. The truck bed. Oh, my gosh, Zach. This Man. is my favorite time of the week. It really is a great time. Not only do we get to bring in guests, we get to see how they compare. So, Zach, starting off. How did we do last week? We did pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. Really? Um, yeah. As always, I'm just going to start us from the bottom. I won again, top. didn't I? Ooh. Not this time. No. We've had an upset. But we've got a tie for the bottom. Me and you. No. Oh. Is Bart and Ethan tying up the bottom. Ethan. Going nine for 13. Okay. With a 69.2% correct rate. Okay. So that means you? Yeah. So I won. Okay. I'm back nice. on top. You Very know, nice. I don't think I've been here since week one. Um, Again, just one more pick right than everybody else. 10 for 13, 76.9%. Very nice. Yeah. Now. And we have to check the leaderboard. Yes. The question, overall guest pickers. We have the coin. We have Jay Johnson. We do. We have Reed up in front. And yep. those are our three. And now, where does Ethan Witt rank among those three names? Ethan Witt has taken the number one spot. Congratulations. By 12%. Oh. He's so not, up there by a good bit now. Not only did he win that first name. Yep. He also won. He is currently the leader of the truck the bed. The leader of the truck bed. Wow. Yep. And he hasn't won it yet. We no, still have new. We but have, he has a commanding first place commanding first place was that we have another week we do have another week you know what another week means another guest another guest zach who do you have for us this week who do i have for yeah. us? who did you have well, in the studio i brought in? i brought a very special woman in my life into this really yes i brought your wife oh my gosh <laughs> ashley johnson ashley hello welcome hello friends welcome to the podcast 
Thank you for having me here in my own home tonight. Yes, this is so shocking. It's good to have you, you know. Normally, you don't make it up here. That's right. I usually don't make the trek up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. at all, ever. So That's right. do I need to explain how this works, or are you, you, have you listened enough to understand? I have listened enough, but oh. if you need to explain it for continuity purposes, by all means. No, so how this works is we're going to go, um, uh, I'm going to set up the game. Uh, Zach is going to start us. Yep. I'm going to give my pick next, and then Ashley, you're going to be the final pick. Um, and we're just going to go through giving our picks, starting at the top, working down. So, without further ado, here we go. Starting Thursday, October 27th, Virginia Tech at number 24, NC State. Zach, the Wolfpack's coming off of trying to hold a season together at this point. Yeah. Um, they two notable losses to both Syracuse Orange and the Clemson Tigers, yeah. both in orange. They have trouble <laughs> with the color orange, Zach. Yes. Virginia Tech, not in orange. What they do, you do think? feature some orange. They do. They do. So they could be a little scared, but not too scared. I'm taking NC State at home. Yes, I'd have to agree with you. They're a 13.5 uh, favorite to win this one. NC State wins it convincingly. Ashley, what are you thinking? Despite the orange, I also agree NC State. Very nice, very nice. Up next on that Thursday game at 10 o'clock, no one's watching this one, number 14, except if you live there, Utah at Washington State. Zach, do the Utes, are they able to take down Old Crimson? I think they do. I think Utah goes into Washington State and gets a nice little dub um, to go 6-2. and two. Uh, They're like the U in the 80s, but they're the Utes in the 20s. Yes, I'm going to have to agree with you. Utah is looking pretty good right now. Um, it's kind of this week is already is going to be a really hard one to call upsets for. Um, yeah. We'll probably get there later, but Utah wins this one. Uh, sadly, I would like Washington to win uh, Washington State because then yeah. if they get ranked, game day goes there immediately. So, yeah, uh, Ashley, what are you thinking? I'm taking Utah as well. Nice. Good choice. Yeah, very good choice. All right. Going up to Saturday, October 29th, starting off at 12 o'clock, we have number two, Ohio State, at number 13, Penn State. That many people are saying this should have been the whiteout game. Yeah, so, we, but, we had notably said this was the whiteout game. But it wasn't. But they had the whiteout game at Minnesota. Zach, or with Minnesota. What are you thinking? You know, notably, I've picked a lot of upsets with the heart. Yep. And that's come to, to backfire. But I can't, I can't give it up. I'm taking the Nittany Lions at home. They take down the Buckeyes. Zach, Zach, I, we're going to at some point disagree. But we can't right now because... It's too we, good for the heart. We love Penn State so much. Yeah. We want to end our chances to see that terrible scenario. Yes. Where Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan are drawn mm -hmm. out of a hat to see who gets to play in the conference championship is still on the table. Yeah. So I'm going Penn State. Ashley, what are you thinking? It all hinges on a question I have for y'all that I don't know the answer to. Okay. Is this the game day game this week? No. It is not the game day game. Hmm. I'm going to take Ohio State. That is a smart that, pick. That you know you're probably going to get one on a start. You might get one on probably a Probably yeah. going to get one. Uh, Texas Christian University goes up to West Virginia this week trying to take some Bible up to the Mountaineers. Yeah. Zach? How commendable of them. Yeah. Are yeah. they able to convert anybody? Oh, they convert all 22 starters. 
TCU is coming in and curb stomping West Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree there. Uh, TCU takes them down. Uh, it's going to be bloody. Ashley? You know, the part of the Bible where they curb stomp people is actually my favorite passage. So I'm going to take TCU as well. Mm. I'm glad we both read the same passage daily. <laughs> I know. All right, the next game we're going to call the Fighting Irish travel to a hurt, pissed-off Syracuse Orange. Mm. Zach, what does Notre Dame versus Syracuse have to hold for us? And, well, not really that. We can talk, we're talking about that, but what's your pick? You know what? You've got Notre Dame's the Fighting Irish. They've got the orange in their flag. Syracuse is the orange. And they're painting Notre Dame's entire flag orange. Mm. Syracuse takes this one down at home. They're mad. Yes, Syracuse is very mad, and hopefully the refs, in their opinion, will be for them this week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it's a clean game. Yeah. Right, going with Syracuse. Ashley? I'll take Syracuse, too. Very good. Right. The cocktail party of the South, Zach. 3.30 on CBS, Florida, and number one, Georgia. Zach, we have said Georgia is overrated many times. Yeah, that we have. Are you going to say that this is the game where they're exposed? Mm. You know, I've already picked one game with the heart. <laughs> Two games might be too many. I'm going to have to play it safe here and go Georgia. But I would watch out for the Florida Gators to really put a hurting on them. Uh, this is a tough one for me. Yeah. Um, I am going to have to also pick Georgia. I think they're going to come in yeah, too much for this. It's too hard not it's to. It's a really uh, – Georgia, I, I want them to lose. Oh, for sure. But they won't. Ashley, what are you thinking? Georgia as well. Yes. Very good. Very good. All right. Bo Nix and number eight Oregon Ducks. Quack, quack, quack. Go to California. Zach, this is really easy, I think, but go ahead and give me your picks. Yeah, I'm taking Oregon. They already they took down UCLA, my yep. babies, last week. Yep. They take down Cal. Cal's not even a good team. Yep. Oregon takes the flying V right through California. Ducks fly together, Oregon. The Mighty Ducks ripped them off? No, but you use that reference a lot. Oh, yes, I Florida. see. Then I will take Oregon as well. <laughs> good, good. Really wait on the, the Mighty Ducks ripping That's them right. off. That's right, it was yeah. contingent on Disney. Gotcha. Keeping up at 3.30 at <laughs> Fox, we got, on Fox, we got number nine, Oklahoma State at number 22, Kansas State. Zach, what are you thinking? Man, Kansas State put up a good showing against TCU. They... They nearly pulled off that upset. But I'm, I think Oklahoma State's going to stick it out this. And because they're mad already. So they're sticking it out. They beat Kansas in Kansas, Kansas State in Kansas. I feel like the home field advantage is something here. I'm going to yeah. pick Kansas State. It's a fair pick. Fair pick. This is the game day game? Nope. Nope. Gosh, golly. Hmm, this is a hard decision. I think I'm going to take Oklahoma State. Nice. Good pick. Good pick. Yep. All right. Up next, we got number 10, Wake Forest at Louisville. Louisville struggling this year. Wake Forest, mm -hmm. Sam, um, their quarterback, Yeah. he's looking to break an ACC record. So, wow. Yeah. Be breaking Taj Boyd's record. So, for most touchdown passes in a career. That's so, pretty good. Zach, what are you thinking? You know, we've already had the Christians converting all of West Virginia. Mm. That's true. Did the demon deacons quiet the birds? You know, you may be familiar with the time Jesus flipped the tables. Yep. 
The deacons flip the tables in Louisville. That's true. Mm. They're taking them down. The zeal of thy house hath eaten me up. And I agree. Wake Forest beats the <laughs> Louisville Cardinals, and that was misquoted scripture. Wow. <laughs> well, I'll take Wake Forest as well. So we're talking about demons. Maybe we need to hold off of the uh, <laughs> too much of the Christian crossover. Um, number 17, Illinois travels to Nebraska. Ashley asked us if this was a big rivalry game. We have no idea. Zach, who wins this one? You know, Brent Billum has been doing a great thing with our Illinois. Nebraska's been the, such a great team. We're taking Illinois all the way. I'm also taking Illinois. I had no idea you knew who their coach was, and I'm going to follow that. You know, the reason I asked that was because <laughs> I just feel like both of these places are out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, surrounded by corn, fair. and maybe that's all. So I was <laughs> like, surely they must be rivals. So hey. not sure about that, but I will also take Illinois. That's a fair assumption that fair the, assumption, yeah. the corn teams would be right. But if anyone in Illinois and Nebraska is listening and that is unfactual, please smash that like button and subscribe to let We're us not, know. Not on YouTube <laughs> yet, but ring that bell. I was referencing Jeff. I like it. Thank Number you. 20, Cincinnati got out of a squeaker last week, almost yep. lost it. Um, but this week they go to UCF, mm. the national champions of, of, 2016. of 2016. So, oh. Zach. Who wins that game? You know, I'm going to be honest. I thought these teams already played this year. So this is a shocker <laughs> to me. Um, I think we go play it safe and just take Cincinnati. But, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, I think UCF kept it close last time. So I'm going to think Cincinnati squeaks it out. They learned from their mistakes yeah. previously in the year. I think I'm going to take UCF. Ooh, Ooh interesting. Nice Good call. Let's switch call. it up. All Not right, next option. up. At 4 o'clock, Missouri travels to Williams-Brice Stadium with the newly ranked number 25 U of SC South Carolina Gamecocks. Zach, does Carolina keep their ranking, make a bowl-eligible team, or are they going to look for it next week? You know, we, we picked this game at the beginning of the season. We did. And I'm going to have to stick with my picks from the beginning of the season. South Carolina has not made me feel any better or worse about them. South Carolina beats Missouri. Similar, I did think South Carolina was going to win this game. Yeah. Um, we, I think we had them dropping a lot more than this coming up. Um, Probably. Yeah, because yeah, we, we, we had them iffy on getting, getting to like seven, I think. Yeah, so I think seven and five was their ceiling. So a good winning streak, losing streak's about to hit them. But for yeah. this one, they win. Ashley? I think I'm going to take the Gamecocks as well. Yep. Yeah. Sad days. Um, Spoken like a real Clemson fan. Thank there. you. <laughs> Up next, though, we have the real USC, number 10, going to Arizona. Wow. <laughs> Zach. Such good timing. <laughs> what are you thinking about that one? You know, I think the Trojans march into wherever the heck Arizona is in Arizona. Um, I believe it might be Phoenix, but who knows. Uh, and they, they take them an easy dub. They indeed go into Tucson. Arizona. Oh, it's Tucson. Tucson? But okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was my second guess. And USC. Sorry, Arizona people. And USC wins. Ashley? I will take the trademarked USC people as well. Awesome, awesome. Mm. Up next at 730, we got Michigan State at number four, Michigan Zach. This game, everyone has to talk about that one time that that crazy punt happened. Yeah. That doesn't and happen again, probably, but what do you think happens yeah. this week? I mean, I... 
you can never discount a rivalry game, no matter what the what the record shows. But Michigan, I think they've been on a roll. They're winning this one easy. I agree. Michigan go blue. Wolverines. I would take Michigan as well. We haven't right. had a lot of a lot of variance on all of our picks. This is a weird week. It really is. Um, you know, Alabama nor Clemson is playing this week. Yeah, that's also true. Um, number nineteen, Kentucky. At number three, Tennessee. Zach, this is this is a big one for Tennessee. This could be one that they drop. What do you think? It happens. You know, at the beginning of the season, I would have said Kentucky won the, was going to win this one easy. You did. I did. Um, <laughs> I did say that actually. I think I had Tennessee going five and seven. So yeah. we are well on our way to being incorrect. Well past our way of being incorrect. However, Reed said a good season for Tennessee was seven and five. So that's still on the table. The losing streak starts here. Just kidding. I can't do it. Tennessee <laughs> wins. Tennessee wins. Tennessee. Yep. That was but notably, great. I really do wish Kentucky would win. Go Wildcats. <laughs> very good one. Number 15, Ole Miss, coming from a really fresh loss, also travels to Texas A&M. Zach, Kyle Field and the 12th man has not yep. been used in several weeks. It's been a while. It, it has. And they're finally back home, licking their wounds after several fresh road losses. Both of these teams in the battle of the beatens. Who wins? Man, both of them are hurt. It's hard to pick. Um, I kind of think Texas A&M could pull an upset. This is going to be a this is a season saving game for them. They're three and four. Lane Kiffin's with the analytics. Ole Miss wins. I think Kyle Field does enough. I think it does. And Texas A&M wins a close I was gonna one. Say. I was going to say, I feel like this would be a hard game for you to pick. And they're beating off more. Ashley? Ole Miss. As in they're more beaten. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Ole Miss is more beaten. Yeah. They're beating. Okay, up next at 8 o'clock on ACC number, we have Pitt at number 21, North Carolina Tar Heels. Zach, what are you thinking? First, I think North Carolina might have been disrespected a little bit with this 21 spot being 6-1. and one. Um. And I'm going to take the Tar Heels. I'll also take the Tar Heels. Uh, they hold strong with those new helmets. Ooh. Ooh, so nice. North Carolina. In our last pick, we have Stanford going to number 12, UCLA. Zach, they're coming off a loss. Does UCLA bounce back? Oh, yeah. UCLA bounce back, bounces back easily. They're going to take down the Cardinals. I agree. UCLA bounces back. Ashley, what are you thinking? Your last pick. UCLA. Nice. Solid right. picks. Yeah. Well, thank I you, mean, thank you. But I will say there will not be very much variation. Yes, and our, as long as there's not. You know uh, what they say. You you said go Wildcats. We're all in this together. We are. We are all you in know, this together. As long as everything, uh, as long as the games go like they're supposed to. Yeah. Ashley looks like she might take the leaderboard. Yeah, Ashley is also the only one who didn't call that upset on Penn State, Ohio State. So she very well could go 100%. Go Buckeyes. She, she could go 100%. Yeah. However, has college football, I mean, no I upsets happen in college football, right? Yeah, never. Exactly. At all. Well, Ashley, time will tell. Thank you so much for helping us out this week. Um, I guess you can go ahead and head out, and let's go ahead and go into our next one.
Well, all right, that was a great truck bet. Let's see how those picks come out this weekend. Uh, let's get in our next one. All right, let's see. Oh, it's stuck to my hand. We've got our popcorn stats. You've already kind of teased your popcorn stats, so let's uh, let you uh, take yours down first. Yeah, we can unpack it a little bit more. Well, uh, this weekend, uh -huh. when Clemson beat Syracuse, they took the ACC longest home winning streak ever, nice. beating Florida nice. State, yep. uh, 38 consecutive wins. Um, uh, so, uh, hold on. I have to... Uh, I have to pull up the exact stat. Um, I just actually need to find out longest home winning streaks. So we do know um, longest home winning streak in college football. So up at the top, where Clemson is now, uh -huh. we're at 38, tied with Notre Dame from 1919 to 1927 with 11 wow. wins. Or uh, an 11th, 38. Okay. Uh, 39 is Oklahoma or with 39 wins. And that's in the top 10. So with Clemson's next one, they'll break the top 10. Okay. They have... As of right now, Clemson has, I think, we're at eight, so we have four games left. Hmm. Three of them are home games. Okay, so you got a good chance of, of popping up in there. <laughs> yeah, so that means if we're at 38, we'll be at yeah. 41. 41 will put us at a firm ninth place at the okay. end of the year, beating out Notre Dame um, and Oklahoma. Yeah, Notre Dame's listed twice, by the way. Wow. They're run 1919 to 1927, and then 1907 to 1918 wow. with 40. It's pretty solid. So that means there was, dude, that means with Notre Dame, there was one loss. So 1907 to 1918, there was one yeah. loss there. And then 1919, they picked it back up. Wow. And went, so that's. They were one loss away from what? Like an 80 game? Yeah, that would be. Win streak? Yeah. That put them in, where does that put them? 78, if, if it's all of these are together. So 79, 80. Yeah, but what a uh, place would that put them in? <laughs> Top by a large amount. <laughs> so they, they were one loss away. The highest, the number one is 58, Miami, Florida, you in the 80s. Wow. 1985 to 1994. That's insane. They'd have been in first by like 20 games. Yeah. And you get how many home games a year? Seven? It's something like that, somewhere so like, in that range. If Clemson ends at 41, mm -hmm. next year would be... They could maybe be 48. 48. Somewhere, probably like 47, 48-ish. Yeah. yeah, and that would only break them in the top five. Mm. And then it'd take, like, th we're looking at three more seasons for Clemson going to beat yeah. it at home for them to break top one. Wow. You if, know, I'm I'm going to go hot take here. I don't think they do it. Zach, here's the <laughs> thing. That's a freaking crazy thing to achieve. Yeah, it would be wild. So it's really not that hot of a take. It, would be, just... it would be like the biggest achievement probably Dabo Sweeney had at Clemson. Yeah, and they, I mean, they, got, they came close to losing it here. So They've come close to man. losing it a lot in, since yeah. 2016. They, they really have. A lot of Syracuse I'm games. Honestly, a little shocked it didn't happen last year. I'm a little shocked it happened in 2018 with Syracuse. Yeah. That's also a, lot a fair of times one. It could, but that also says something. We went through 2020, arguably probably the worst season of Clemson football since 2014. Yeah, four losses. Right? Ooh, yeah, I think. <laughs> got, no, 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 10. We had a 10-win season, so three. Oh, okay. 10 and three. 
Yeah, we lost to Pitt. Yeah. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. NC State. No, we beat NC State. So Pitt, NC State. You beat Wake Forest, lost to NC Dame. State. Notre Dame. Yeah. Wait, oh, sorry. No. No, no, that was the year before y'all lost to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Did you also lose to Notre Dame, though? Georgia at the opening. We, uh, we oh, lost yeah, the opener. Right. Georgia. Oh. I was like, conference play, we did fine. We, we, no, yeah. everyone thought we were going to lose to uh, Wake Forest. Gotcha. And Clemson and walked he... in and was like, it was, a, it was a home game. Oh, yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, you played Wake Forest away this year. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. All right. It was a home game. So. Um, yeah. Right. That's my popcorn stat. Just I got you. Dabo Sweeney cementing his legacy. Yeah. So for mine, I have uh, two questions for you. Oh, great. Two different teams we've right. recently seen ranked in the top 25. Okay. Recently uh, as in not anymore. They are both still ranked top 25. They're 24 and 25, respectively. So Carolina. Gotcha. Carolina and Tulane. <laughs> I was going to say yep. Tulane. Yeah. We're going to go with when is the last time each of these teams was ranked in the top 25? I feel like Carolina was last year. No. Okay. So it would be the year. It would be 20, 2022. I think Carolina got in there 2019. No. Really? Yep. <laughs> Not 2019 either. No wonder all my friends are freaking out. 2016? Yeah. No, it hasn't been that long. Okay, 2017. Nope. 2018? Yeah, it was 2018. Oh my gosh, that, that was like pulling they, teeth. They made it to the number 24 after a dominating Coastal Carolina 49-15. to 15, And then they dropped right after <laughs> on the next week after losing 41-17 to 17 to Georgia. So they had a one-week stint in week two. Oh, um, gosh. Of 2018. So it was only one week of 2018 they made it. I love it. Um, now, what about Tulane? Do you, do you know when they... 2008. No. <laughs> Worse? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. 1998. Yes. Hey, 1998. Okay. Yep. Wow. Also funny. It's been longer since they've been in the top 25, but do you know what they have more of than USC? Bowl game wins. SEC championships. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Um, but yeah, that's my popcorn stat for this week. That's interesting. Carolina, USC. Yeah. They have an, they do have a conference championship. In the ACC? That is correct. It uh, is in the ACC. Wow. And they also have, I think, one Heisman winner. That was crazy. Clemson does not. No. Oh, yeah. Carolina's a Heisman winner as a running back, like in the 80s. I think. Mm-hmm. They, have a better, yeah. they, have a, they have a better record with Heisman winners. Clemson has mm-hmm. national championships. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a bonus fun uh, mm-hmm. popcorn stat I just remembered. What's up? Um, are you aware of how many national championships Syracuse has in football? Yep. Two. No, it's not two. Oh, okay. It's just one. It was like 1959. Okay. But I was like, I swear Syracuse used to be good at football. And they were in the like 60s. So they play Notre Dame. They every did year, get though. really good in the 80s again, though. Yeah. They were pretty decent. I think they got yeah. up to like fourth in the 80s. And what Nino Babers have been doing this year is pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking to see like how their coaches have done. They've had some really solid coaches. I'm pretty sure last year they went two and 10. Yeah, they. Dino Bavers, 
took over the team awful. And then all of a sudden it's turned it around a good bit. Well, no, this isn't his first year. Well, I know it's not his first year. Oh, okay. He he took over the team and was awful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's another thing. Give coaches a bad year every once in a while. Yeah. Um also on that note, going back to Jimbo Fisher, I saw something that said all you have to do is give Jimbo Fisher ten years and eventually he'll figure out how to run the team. Hey, do you know who else did that? Who? Michigan. Jim Har- Jim I don't Harbaugh. think he took ten years. Uh, how long did? But it was a it decent like amount. Of, was it was at, like probably five to seven. Yeah, I would say it felt like he was at Michigan for uh, a while. I also do have an update. He does not have a lifetime contract with Michigan. Oh, really? He actually just resigned not too long ago. I think until twenty twenty five. Okay. But I remember when he said it, they would all announce as like a lifetime contract. But yeah, um, you ready to no, hop I in think, our next section, or you got uh, another? Hold on. One? He he's only been at Michigan for seven years so far. Seven, yeah. So it took him six to turn it around. Five, because he did it the sixth year. He yeah, turned. he did do it the sixth year. Okay. So yeah. wait, how many years has Jimbo been at Twenty sixteen, I think. Twenty seventeen. Trevor Lawrence was yeah. there. Twenty eighteen. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence was, was at Clemson. His, the first was year. Was his we first played. year? Yeah. So he's been there for four years. Yeah. So he's got next year's the year of greatness. Well, next year is the year to t- start, start to turn turning it around. around. Yeah. yeah, which I think you should see a bad year before. So that. he gets a well next year. Well, I guess really, if you think about it, Jim Harbaugh, has like five and a half years to do it because he had that COVID year, and they actually did really bad that COVID year. I saw the stats on that. He actually had a losing season, I think. Yeah, but they only played six games. Does Jim so, Harbaugh you know. kind of look like the little brother of Paul Feinbaum? Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's <laughs> the glasses, it. isn't it? Yeah. You know, he also referred to J.J. McCarthy as, like, a little Jimmy Harbaugh. That's what he called him. He oh. reminds him of himself. But he said he's much better than me. But he reminds me of okay, me. I was like, that. well, hold on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Coaches just being like, ah, uh, yeah. I'm as good as him. <laughs> yeah. It's um, funny. All right. Yeah. Well, you yeah. ready? Go yeah. to the next one. Uh, you said popcorn set. Yeah. So I that one. Let's see. Barn burners. Barn burners. Now, Zach, as far as barn burners go this week, yeah. How? I mean, we can go through these pretty quickly, probably. Yeah, I don't think there were too many great ones. I um, mean, if I remember correctly, by the time you guys are listening to this, the Thursday night game of uh, NC State and Virginia Tech is already over. Also, um, we're currently recording it during the game. It's twenty-two twenty-one with seven thirty-eight left in the fourth. You're it w- is a barn burner, guys. Go back and watch it. <laughs> Dang it. You, yours updated faster than mine, so I was uh, like, they're driving. Uh, so anyway, yeah. let's go to Saturday. Uh, <laughs> obviously, 12 o'clock, your game that you're going to be watching is Ohio State-Penn State. Absolutely. I For mean, sure. This is Penn State's last chance to be relevant yep. this year. Oh, for sure. Um, and Ohio State's first chance to show us that they deserve to be ranked where they are. Yeah, and they better beat Penn State more than Michigan if they want to keep their spot. Granted, in our minds, yeah. You you know what they're still get, the AP poll's still going to do even if they barely squeak out a win over Penn State. Move them up to one. Just keep them ahead of Michigan. That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. Well, yeah. those two will take care of themselves later in the year. Yeah, they will. Um, and then let's see. That's the twelve o'clock spot. I mean, at three thirty or four, Zach. Which one would you think here? Well, you know, I know a lot of people are going to go with that 
Oklahoma State Kansas State matchup. Mm. I'm not. Nope. I'm going with one that might fly under a lot of people's radar. I'm going with the largest cocktail party in the world. Oh my gosh, yes. One of the Florida Georgia game. The Florida Georgia game, dude. That thing they will have that field divided in half. Oh yeah. At the neutral site, it's a if if nothing else, if you love watching the checkerboard of Neyland, Yep. If you love watching possibly the checkerboard of Vandy, yep. if you love watching the Red River showdown split at the 50-yard line, mm-hmm. then you need to turn this game on and see it. Yeah, they're playing in the Jags stadium. Beautiful. Arguably not fair to Georgia. Nope. Because Jacksonville is not that far from Gainesville. But it doesn't matter because they do split it. They do split it. They it. do. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Also, the I believe the stadium is smaller than both Georgia's stadium and Florida's stadium. More of an intimate crowd. Yeah, it's only 67,000. It's because most of them are going to be outside. That's true. They're not making it in there. They're not making it in, no. But yeah, that's the game I'm going to be watching. For sure. And why are we skipping that Oklahoma State game? Well, first, Oklahoma State's probably going to march all over Kansas State. Yes. Second, that Florida offense could, could give Georgia something to chew on. It could. And, you know, it could be a good one. And that Florida defense might just be enough to... Yeah, we know Georgia doesn't really have that good of an offense. We're we're just seeing... I mean, we're basically saying Georgia's just not good. Yeah. And this is their week to prove us wrong. That that it is. Um, Against the four and three team. Yeah. Yeah. And then, look. easy peasy, lemon squeezies out to call this last one, seven o'clock. I mean, you might be watching that Texas A&M game, first one at home. Mm. I am watching Kentucky-Tennessee. Oh, 100%. Got to watch that Kentucky-Tennessee game. Another team that could show up, and I don't think it's really going to happen, but Kentucky could give Tennessee a little bit of a hard Mm. time. Tennessee hasn't had a bad week yet. That's why it could happen. That is true. They still We wanted them to struggle. If they were going to have a down week, it should have been last week when it was a cupcake game. Yep. That it should have been. It's not. Also, I uh, heard some some stuff about that game. Apparently, they were pulling trick plays up 40 points. They were. Um, bad look. Nah, I think it's crazy to be trying stuff out and figuring it out. I mean, yeah, I guess it makes sense. If you're going to try it, try it then. But it looks you, bad when you're already beating a team if you're going to start pulling trick plays. Yeah, do you remember when you used to play NCAA, though, and you would be up by a lot and you're like, ah. I just went deep balls all the time. Oh, see, me and Chris, when we would play, yeah. um, uh, our buddy Christopher and I used to have a dynasty that was like 10 seasons or something. Wow. Yeah, Nick Saban was our defensive coordinator. Um, hey. Dabo was doing great. <laughs> uh, got Dabo running the offense, got Nick running the defense. No, I think we had Gus Miles on, so we had the great... Okay. We got a lot great, of trick plays on offense then. Okay. And so we got Chris was the offensive guy, and so whenever we would be up by a lot, we had this play, and it was a wildcat formation. Okay. Love a good wildcat. It was a jet sweep in the wildcat. Okay. And then the quarterback ran to the outside. You threw it over to him, and then it went back across the field. And it was a screen, and it was just crazy. Okay. And we wanted to score. We never scored on that play one time. Wow. And we tried it so many times. Dang. And Chris would try it on fourth down, too. Mm. And then I was the defensive guy, so I had to always bail us out from going Easter yeah. egg on our own 15 or something like that. Because, <laughs> yes, that's I would be like, hey, punt. Man, I'd be like, go tough. ahead. Can you please punt? And he's like, why would I punt? <laughs> Got to go for it. 
Hey, he's running that Mike Leach style yeah, offense. Yeah. I've Mississippi State going for it on their own 30 multiple times. Yeah. All right. Well, let's right. go into our next one. We got uh, two more here. We got. All right. We got our top four. Yeah, this one's probably going to be a little quick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I disagree. Clemson should be in the top four. I vehemently state that. Yeah, I think we all saw that one coming. Um, I agree, honestly. Um, has there been but, any? Here's the real question, and I has there been any change in the top four for us really to like debate? So they they aren't really changing anything. You know, they threw they threw Tennessee at three after they beat Alabama. They kept the top six the same after this last week. Yep. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna revamp it again. I revamped it before. Yeah, you said screw We're, it, new, new. Yeah, I think we need to screw it still. Okay. And I'm going number one, TCU. Okay. They've been they've played some top ranked teams. Yes. And they're winning, right? So yeah. they're proving themselves as a good good team. Yep. TCU number one, number two. Hurts me to say this, Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee beat a good uh, Alabama team. Yep. Um, if we're going off of resumes, yes. Yeah. Number three, Clemson. If we're going off resumes, I was going to say, I need to hear it. I yeah, need Clemson's Clemson going to be in the top four because they are beating ranked teams. They are beating ranked teams. You know who's not beating ranked teams? Ohio State. Georgia or Ohio State. Yes. Georgia's struggling against unranked teams. Um, Ohio State also struggled against an unranked team. Technically, if you look at current, though, yeah. Georgia did beat Carolina. Yeah, we're not counting that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they beat a Carolina that didn't have the, what they have going for them right now yet. Which is they were they were still finding an identity in week two or three when they played. Yeah. Um. They were still in that you know we're gonna go for it on fourth downs and only do two point conversions. Like Carolina still is soldier boy. That's their that's their culture. I feel like. Yeah. Sorry, I can't keep talking about them. Keep going. Yeah. So I'm. Um, so we've got. What is it? So we're at TCU, Tennessee, Clemson, and number four, I'm putting Michigan because they're also beating ranked teams. Mm-hmm. They handled Penn State. Handled. Like they played typical Michigan football. It was a home game. Went easy on them in the first half. Yep. Turned it up in the second half. Um. Arguably a great technique for winning championships. Going easy the first half. Well, just, you know, making sure you're strong in that second half. Yeah. So they're doing it all early in the season. Yeah. So they know they can show up in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, so that would be my top four. Which, man, it's a funny thing still talking about Carolina. It's one thing that Shane Bieber is trying to do is he's like, we need to complete games. I feel like we're we're second-half yeah. team. Everyone's like, I mean, I don't think you should boast about it. And also, I think they pulled up the stats, and it's like Carolina actually loses a lot of games to come back under him. It's like, but sure, you could be a second half team if you want to. I guess yeah. if that's your view for it, I mm-hmm. just want to be a full team actually. But I think this yeah. is the Alabama and Clemson and us talking like, hey, can we yeah. just win the whole game? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, first, I've never seen a team win a national championship that sucked in the second half. Yeah. Like I don't, you don't see teams going and like, well, we're gonna put up forty in the first half, mm-hmm. then we're gonna sit out the second. We're gonna hold. Like you, Syracuse couldn't beat Clemson that way. They put up all of their points in the first half. Twenty-one points. Twenty-one, and they ended the game with twenty-one points. Yep. Which, 
I've heard it. We've talked about like the def- defensive scheme that um, I've talked to my uncle about. Yeah, um, and with he Clemson, thinks, yeah. yeah, and he thinks that they're changing it at halftime yeah. perfectly, which their adjustments have been good. So, yeah, but I feel like with this week, I I looked out for that, and Syracuse's offensive scheme completely changed at the half too. Mm-hmm. In the opposite direction of what was working. Yeah. So. Well, so I found out what was happening. I, yeah. I actually, we talked about this. So yeah. what was one thing you noted that happened with Syracuse as far as like what they did offensively? Syracuse was running screen plays and they were running the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was working. Yeah. Yeah. So what I found out, I was listening to uh, Dino Babers' press conference. Uh-huh. And they asked him why the quarterback with, because like one of the things that they're really good at is running their running back. Yeah, he's one of the better running backs in the ACC, and, and he only said, carried the ball five times. And they said, why do you only carry it five times? Yeah. And he said, well, a lot of our, he said, and this is props to Clemson, a lot of our play calling and how it works is it's all optioned based on the quarterback. Oh. And so he said, actually, they didn't give him those five times were mm-hmm. the only five times that the end didn't crash on him. He said they gotcha. actually said it. They, like, he said basically it was a, they went, we don't care if mm-hmm. your quarterback's going to turn it up and run. Yeah. We're going to get him hit then. He's going to get hit. Yeah. The linebacker's going to hit him, but this running back is not getting the ball. Because they knew the running back was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his previous low was 13 carries. Yeah, and so they shut down the they shut down the running back, and so then that means, I mean, then you're only going to run your quarterback so much before yeah. he starts feeling it. That dude is a unit. And, of a but he was limping off the field. Like it was, yeah, because he's not, the one who has the big play from last year where he got spun around in the air. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But that makes sense. I. I mean, it makes sense as why they're not running the ball then. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. That's, uh, I mean, top four-wise, that's pretty much it. I, you yeah. made me happy with yours. I could do yours. Clemson's in there. That's, yeah. that's, that's all I want. I'm really not a political guy. I'm not a, <laughs> a simple man, Zach. Yeah. Last but not least, we have fan favorite, Good Night Sweet Prince. Zach, who can <sighs> we say good night to this week? Well, have to flashback to see who played <laughs> refresh ourselves well yeah. i know for sure i can say it good night ucla uh it hurts me oh no. there's another good one we could say good night to too if you want to do it i don't know if you see it is it going to be kansas state they did pick up a second loss Ole miss oh Ole miss good night Ole miss you're Man, done that one made me happy oh it did yeah i know you kind of like lane kiffin so no, I'm just partial to anybody that could challenge Alabama a little bit. It's true. It was fun this year, and I enjoyed it a little bit more when, like, some of the teams are actually, like, everyone's – I started the year with everyone saying Clemson has a cupcake schedule. Yeah. And we're in the middle right now, and everyone's like, Clemson has just somehow managed to get through this monster of a of a schedule <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. And I'm like, ha Well, yeah. so, Clem- the issue with Clemson has is, like, the teams they're playing that are decent right yeah. now – are not historic football teams. Yes. Yeah. They're, it's not, you're they're not playing the basketball schools, and they're, like, somewhat decent at football this year. Yeah, you're not beating a big brand. You're beating teams yeah. that so that's are their just issue. on a hot tear right now. Yeah, and I think that's the w- reason why Clemson's not ranked in the top four. Yeah. It's because they're, they're not beating big brands. They're beating solid basketball schools. Which doesn't matter, though, because by the end of the year, we've said this, Clemson wins out, they make it. For sure. Because nobody say, else... The other four teams ahead of them can't all win out. Mm-hmm. 
notably Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, and so Clemson, I mean, there's – I think Clemson's one loss would screw them. Yeah. Depends who they lose to. Yeah, that is true. I think Syracuse would have been a loss they could have taken. But I think they're going to have a harder time with some of these other teams they got coming up. But that's the thing, though. You, can't lo- you couldn't lose to Syracuse because then you lose your bid for the ACC championship. Mm, that's a good point. That is fair. I feel like a white, hot Miami team. Oh, yeah. But Miami's not looking too good right now. They got crap going on. Yeah, that's stadium, true. So. Yep. Anyway, let's uh, – who who else do you want to say goodnight to, Zach? Um, I'm not really seeing anybody else that uh, that was really in the running. Zach, Syracuse. Oh, my gosh. They were, How could I forget? If they beat Cle- <laughs> Here's the thing. If they beat Clemson – Yeah, they were going to the ACC championship. They were going to the ACC they championship. They control their destiny. And that's – that. Why would you say no? I mean, I know they're not historically there, but why would you yeah. say no to that, you know? Yeah. They toppled the brand of the ACC. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, I also did have a note about Syracuse. I forgot about two. Yeah. Um, one, it was disrespectful to have them 14th. First off, they were an undefeated team. Yeah. Uh, two, I put, really, Syracuse shouldn't drop below 14 with this loss. They did drop to 16, which isn't too bad. Yeah. But, like, they... They almost beat Clemson. Yep. Who was number five? Which, by how the poll should work, yeah, you are you, you. We already knew they were going to lose. Yeah, we assumed they were going to lose. They did, but barely. Even, I would have been okay with them moving up. Even Vegas said they were going to lose by yeah. fourteen. Yeah, and they only lost by six. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, six. It would have been more if DJ didn't fumble. <laughs> <laughs> would have been more of the four of those turnovers hadn't happened. That's true. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess also Zach. Yeah. There's one more person we could say goodnight to. <laughs> our audience. Oh. As that is the end. Good night, audience. Yeah, that is the end of our that is the end of the box. We're empty. So yeah. good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Outkick oh, sure. Coverage. Yep. Um make sure you give us a five star rating on your platform of choice please hopefully the audio bugs are fixed but that's probably not going to happen at this point uh <laughs> we might, might get it next year uh, uh as we keep doing this um ads are going to be coming we enjoy uh your support guys thank you so much yep. peace